Hey authors, quick shout out before today's episode. First of all, thank you so much for your support of Writer in the Making. It means more than you know, and I'd like to invite you to become a partner today. Click on listener support and choose whichever monthly plan works best for you. Your support ensures that fellow listeners like yourself can find these episodes and get helpful tips, encouragement, or if they simply want to keep up with me. Subscribe if you haven't already and leave a rating or a review. It helps spread the word. Thank you all again. I appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We are literally a week away from Christmas, so I hope you all are enjoying this holiday season. I know I am since this is my favorite time of year. But for today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a blog post from Pro Writing Aid. They have had some good articles that I'm seeing, and this one is a little bit older. It is from this past April of this year, but it's five creative ways to craft compelling characters. Now, I've talked about characters before, and if you're interested, you can check out my online school, WinPlus 2.0, and you can see the... uh, two courses that I have. One is called 3D Characters and then another one is 3D Characters 2.0. But for this particular article, I'm going to be sharing the five tips that they have here. So you can also, I believe there is a way for you to download a free guide. It's a 50-page guide to writing characters if you're interested. Some of us may not want 50 pages, but hey, if that is you, then go for it. But Character Basics. There are three questions that you should ask yourself because the most important part of your character is what motivates them, according to this article. It is your protagonist's inner motivation that creates conflict in your plot, allowing you to raise the stakes and introduce obstacles along the way. So the three questions are, what does my character want or desire? Two, what will happen if my character doesn't achieve this? And then three, what is standing in the way of my character achieving their goals? So again, with these three questions, what does my character want or desire? What will happen if my character doesn't achieve this? And then three, what is standing in the way of my character achieving their goals? So once you can answer these questions, you can go deeper with your characterization. And this is where you can choose positive traits and character flaws. Your character might have an emotional wound in their past that dictates their actions. So find out what makes your character who they are. And I have advocated for them. I'll say it again. OneStopForWriters.com has an excellent thesaurus when it comes to character wounds, emotional wounds, um, even with choosing your character's inner motivations and outer motivations. If you're not on OneStopForWriters.com, I highly encourage you to get on that. It has definitely been a game, cha- a game changer for me with my writing. I can't speak about it enough. But the first tip here is you can use a big five personality test. So if you're a fan of personality psychology, then use the big five model for defining your character's personalities. The big five is the only personality typing accepted by professional psychologists. It's based on five traits and and the results are on a spectrum because humans aren't easily lumped into categories. Everyone has all five traits and it is the degree of each 
that is unique to us. So these five traits are openness, which refers to how a person is to new ideas and experiences. Conscientiousness is related to thoughtfulness, our need for structure and organization. Extroversion relates to how much energy you gain or lose in social situations and how much alone time you need. (laughs) Agreeableness is exactly what it sounds like, how easy you are to get along with. And then the last one, neuroticism, relates to how you deal with stress and how often you experience negative moods. So we may not think about this as we're writing our characters, but they really are people. So you want them relatable. You want them to come across as real to your readers, that your readers connect with them, even if they don't necessarily like them. They can be the antagonist of your story with an evil plot to destroy the world. But why is that? What is motivating them behind that? Why are they the way that they are? They may be quote unquote evil, but what happened to them? And I've used this as an example before, but I'll use it here in the movie John Q with Denzel Washington. His character holds the hospital hostage at gunpoint. Now, from the outside looking in, you're like, oh my gosh, he's crazy. He shouldn't be doing this. How dare he endanger the lives of all these people? But what was his motivation if you know the movie? His motivation was his son needed a heart transplant and the hospital was going to discharge him. And he's like, I need you all to give my son a new heart. He and his wife practically sold everything that they had. He was working. He lost his job. His wife was working. They were doing everything that they could to raise money to pay for this operation for their son. Health insurance wasn't going to cover it. It only went so far. So John Q got desperate, like, look, I need you all to save my son's life. He is young. He has his whole life ahead of him. Save my son. So in his case, yes, what he did wasn't legal, but it was out of desperation. He wanted to save his son. He loved his son. He did not want to see his son die. So it's It's very important that you write your characters in such a way that while the reader may not necessarily like what they do, but they see, okay, that's why. That's what's motivating them. Okay, that's why they're doing this. Okay, that's the wound. That's the root in a sense. That's what's triggering them. So you can use this big five personality chart if that is something that interests you. Another point is answer questions as your character. So some questions would be, What is your morning routine? So what is your character's morning routine? Are they a morning person or are they a night owl? I'm on the night owl side. (laughs) Are they a night owl or are they a coffee person or do they drink tea? Um, Do they like soda? You know, what what is it that they like? Uh, What would you ask them in regards to their family? Are they close with their family or are they estranged? Or are they an orphan? Were they adopted? Did they grow up in foster care? What was their family life about? What was their relationship with their parents? Again, do they have parents? Do they believe that people are inherently good? Or do they have just this cynicism where they don't trust people? Why is that? Why don't they trust people? What happened to them that made them distrust people? A few more questions here. How would they think people see them and how would they want people and how would they want to see people? So what's their relationship with others? How do they interact? Are they a social butterfly? Are they extroverted and bubbly? Are they fun going or are they more on the quiet side? Are they more reserved? Do they tend to back away from crowds? Why is that? Why are they like that? And what is their greatest fear? What is their greatest fear? Another one here. 
is plot your characters on the moral alignment scale. So fans of role-playing games will be familiar with this quick way to categorize your characters. The moral alignment scale is based on a three by three matrix, the point at which these intersect determine your character's morality. So again, your character can be good, they can be evil, or they can be neutral. They can also be lawful, chaotic, or neutral. If your character is good, they will sacrifice for others or go out of their way to do the right thing. If it's evil, well, then they're evil. Then <laughs> They don't care. They're doing whatever they can to make sure that they get what they want. It kind of reminds me of Thanos in Endgame. He did not care. It was his plot to take over the world, to eliminate half the population. If you haven't seen Endgame, sorry. But <laughs> Thanos was just out there, right? He did not care. So in his case, his character was just evil, even to the point to where he sacrificed one of his own daughters. So yeah, sometimes your character goes like that. Or... With this last one here, it can be neutral in a sense that it refers to a character who is not evil, but will not always go out of their way to help others. So maybe they're kind of in the middle. Maybe they're like, yeah, I'll help out, but only if it's good for me. Or maybe there's a rift or maybe there's a rift in the relationship with the person. Maybe they're not as close with that person. Or maybe it's been a while since they've been back to that town or that city. And they're like, yeah, I'm only here. I'm not trying to get involved. You know, I'm just here for this or for that. And I'm not really trying to do anything like that. Thank you for asking, but no, that's not me. Lawful characters have a respect for authority and tradition, and they abide by a set of laws, whether by themselves or with others. They can be rigid and do not do well without structure. So is your character a rule follower, even down to the speed limit? <laughs> you know, are they... Um, yeah, I guess that is the word to describe it. Are they that rigid to where they have to have structure? You know, they have a checklist and like, okay, 7 a.m. check, you know, 7.30 check. And they have to follow it to the letter or else they feel like everything is just chaotic without it. Is your character more like that? Even if the lawful character is evil, they have their own set of rules and traditions. So again, what is motivating them? And then for chaotic characters, they're more open and flexible with regards to laws, but this makes them more unpredictable neutral characters fall somewhere in the middle so where do your characters fall along this moral alignment scale are they basically good as your protagonist with some flaws or are they your antagonist with an evil plot or they're just malicious they don't care but what's the root to that again they may not be likable but are they relatable can your reader look into their world and at least try to understand so those are just a few things there are more the last of uh, these last few are you can use the Myers Briggs type indicator. This is another personality assessment that is popular to help you determine. And then the last one is throw your characters into an alternate universe. So you can check out this article again. It is called Five Fun Writing Exercises to Help You Craft Amazing Characters. I thought it was pretty interesting, so I wanted to share with you all. Again, if you're looking for more, I do have two courses on this. One is called How to Create Alluring Characters in One Week from Scratch. That is on Win Plus and Win Plus 2.0. If you're looking for an experience, I highly recommend Win Plus 2.0. You can check that out, and then. 
um, 2.0 of 3D characters is also on my course site, WinPlus 2.0. So I hope you found that helpful as you're crafting your characters, as you're making them overall to be well-rounded people, to where your readers can relate to them, to where they feel a connection, that they actually care. If you can make your reader care about your characters, they will stay in your book from start to finish. But if you don't write your characters to a point to where it makes your readers care, then yeah, they're going to close your book. They're going to get bored. Now, yes, some people will not like your book. That's just a given. You're not going to please everybody, but there will be a select group that will love your characters if you do write them in such a way that it makes them relatable. It makes them you know, feel like a real person and your readers can like, you know what, I see into the heart of this person. Wow, like I see why they did that the way that they did or wow, that's what happened to them. That's what makes them the way that they are. So those are just some helpful tips for you today. Again, you can check out the courses if you're interested. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. God bless, stay safe, and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.